Welcome to Eclipse, a Heroes podcast where two old school Heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, and defend its honor. My name is Keisha. And I'm Rachel. And this week, we are almost done with Volume 3, Villains. Can you believe it? We are on Season 3, Episode 12, Our Father. It's flown by. (laughs) It really has. And we're this much closer to Fugitives. And I can't overstate enough how how over it is for all of you when we start talking about it. Because we do love that arc. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. flaws and all. But before we get on into our new business of discussing the episode, uh, we do have the tiniest bit of Heroes news, I guess, um, mm-hmm. in that there was a recent TV appearance by one of our Heroes alumna. Rachel, would you like to tell the tale? <laughs> yeah, we're a little late on this news, but apparently on January 10th, on that episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Zachary Quinto was on there. Uh doing his thing for charity. I haven't watched it. I don't know what place he got. But how I found this out was I was flipping through a People magazine. And at the end, they have a section where it's like, tell the difference between these two photos. And I just looked at the photo and there was this guy that was just very small. And I was like, that looks like Zachary Quinto. And then I read the sidebar and I was like, oh, that is Zachary Quinto. Uh, So he was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on the 10th. Yeah, but... Why did you think it looked like Zachary Quinto? Oh, I was like, that nose looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and then she showed me and I was like, ah, oh, yes, I'd know that nose anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, as to that picture, I could only see that his tie was a different color. Could you see any other differences? Oh, I didn't bother looking back and forth the differences, so. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been small things I didn't pick up with the camera photo I sent. Oh, probably. Um, I'm going to watch it at some point. I just haven't gotten around to it. Maybe tonight, actually. There might be a fun thing to watch tonight while I'm staying up too late. Why not? Why not? Um, and you're all like, I don't know how far he got. And I'm like, excuse me. Hi. Hi. Um, old, old millionaire fan here. Uh, he splits the episode with someone. So not that far. <laughs> I think he splits it with two people. I think there's three people on that episode. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I don't know if one person was at the beginning that they were finishing off something or if they just like had... You know, one round yeah. for each person or whatever. I, I hope that he, like, walked away. I hope he didn't just, like, bet it all and lose. That's my hope. That's always painful. Mm-hmm. So. I know someone recently got the million on that. Really? Because I remember I was looking at BuzzFeed and did a BuzzFeed quiz where it's like, can you get the million with the same questions that they did? Oh, that's fun. I'll have to have you show me that. I like that. Yeah. I'll look it up later and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Entertainment tonight, and always. If you're in the States, you can watch the episode on Hulu. And if you're not in the States, well, there are ways. <laughs> yep. If you're interested, figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure there's, like, clips on YouTube and stuff. But, yeah, so a little bit of something to look out for if you, you know, would like to see his performance on that. Other than that, I say let's just uh, let's just get into it. Yeah, let's strap on in. Let's... Let's have a fight later, I guess, from what I said before the episode. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk okay. About it later. Okay. All right. We start the episode off uh, similar to how we ended it with Claire and Hero arriving on the DeVoe rooftop them 16 years ago. And Claire knows who Hero is because Peter told her about who, Pe- who Peter told her about who Hero was. 
they they make sure we understand that they cannot understand each other because Hiro doesn't know any English. She only like took a semester of English at that point. <laughs> and he's like, I know where is train station? I must use toilet. More waffles, please. And that's all he knows. And we see young Hiro get up off the table and call for his mother. And Hiro's like, oh, Mommy? I want to go see my mommy. And so he goes off to go do that, or he tries to, and Claire's like freaking out, like, should I go with you? Should I stay here? What the <laughs> hell am I supposed to do? And Hiro just looks at her, and he just, like, shrugs. And it's this great, <laughs> like, ah. And he goes, and she does follow him after him. And we get to see young Hiro with his mother, who is ill. She's, like, sitting on a chair, and uh, Kaito pretty much tells us that, yes, she's ill. And when he asks her how she is in Japanese, she's like, speak English, our son is right here. And she tells him in English that they have to face the inevitable, that she is dying, and she thinks it'll happen tonight, and they have to make arrangements for the catalyst before it's lost forever. And Claire's like, oh my god, the catalyst, because they're in English, she can, you know, understand them. And Hero's like, I fucking hate when they speak in English all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Kaito gets very, like, upset because, you know, his wife is dying. We've seen in past episodes how he's dealt with that before. And she's like, you have to think of the future right now. And he's like, all right, we'll have Noah come back with the baby because she's like a perfect candidate to to hold the catalyst. And Ishii is upset. Ishii's Hero's mother's name. She wanted to keep it in the family. And Kaito's like, yeah, no, our our son could never, (laughs) with the catalyst, no. And um, the little young hero comes over because he sees that the dove that's in the cage next to her is sick and it's like on its back. And he takes it out and he asks his mother, will the dove die? And she takes it and she gives it a little kiss and the dove pretty much comes back to to health. So we know that his mother was a healer. She's kind of like Linderman in a way. Same kind of ability. It really reminded me of the Lenderman comic. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, both Claire and Hero realize what they have to do simultaneously, and they talk over each other. <laughs> Hero knows he has to, he needs his mother to heal his memory, and Claire knows she has to stop the catalyst before they put it into her. And of course, again, neither understand what the other is saying, but Claire <laughs> is like, just stay here, stay out of trouble, I'll be back tonight, and she skedaddles. While Hero is still in the hall... Kaito comes out of the room and sees Hiro there. And he's like, what What are you doing here? Go back to the kitchen. Aren't you the new cook? And Hiro's like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, go go make my wife some tamayaki. Go. <laughs> so he doesn't recognize who Hiro is, obviously. And that is it for that long intro scene. <laughs> that, like, classic little bit where it's just like, oh, you know, when, when, when the parent sees the grown-up version of the kid. But how could they know? So... Which happens a bunch this episode. <laughs> it does. A lot of interesting parental relations, like, in terms of that later mm-hmm. on. And how it influences parenting. <laughs> yes. Or mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah. I love when uh, Claire and Hero talk over each other. I thought that was great. I had to go back, because I was, like, writing Hero's thing down. And I'm like, what did Claire say? <laughs> I went back, like, three times. I'm like, what are they saying? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then I love when she's like, all right, you stay here, bud. And like, says this whole like big long sentence. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like he, he still doesn't know what you're saying, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, he's just going to look at you like, okay. All right. I like, guess whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as, uh, as I said last week, you know, the, the first real meeting 
of Claire Bennett and Hiro Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. She big heard moment. about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if they ever get a big moment like this again. Oh, God. You know, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, we'll find out. I truly out. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Maybe in Fugitives? Maybe? Maybe? I don't know. I... I honestly don't know. Well, I guess we will see because I honestly can't think of anything. So Their meeting is one of the two big elephants in the room of two people that are big on the show meeting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how's uh, how's Gabriel doing? Not great. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's not really, I mean, that's not who he is right now. It's full on. It's Siler. We're not doing Gabriel anymore. We're doing Siler right now. Uh, he's back on his bullshit. Um. L is still there. He's with her on the beach. The sun has come up. You know, it's a new day. He is dousing her in lighter fluid. And he gets a call from her little flip phone or his little flip phone. I think it's hers, right? I think it is. I think it might be his. But it has the list on it. But I think he just had it in his phone from, like, company use. Yeah, maybe. Um, Well, anyway, he gets a call and it's Arthur. And Arthur's all huffy that they haven't shown up with Claire yet. And he's just like, yeah, no, I'm not helping you anymore. I talked to Bennett. He told me everything. I want the truth, and I know how I'm going to find it. And, you know, he talks about how he has a new list that he can work off of, and he can find out what's really going on. And, you know, heads will roll, as as, as it were. Um, and I love how he just hangs up on Arthur. And uh, I, I love um, when the show took place in terms of the uh, timeline of technology, because um, the high drama of a flip phone slamming shut, it's, like, so Siler appropriate. <laughs> yeah. You know, if he, if he had to, like, jab his finger on the end call on an iPhone, not as interesting. Also, bad guys can't have iPhones, so I guess it'd be something else. Um, mm-hmm. As I'm saying that, I realize that. But, yeah, I just love he just mm, flips it and uh, puts the phone away, continues dousing her body with lighter fluid. And he sets her ablaze using her own power. Oof. Feels bad, man. Again, the sequel. (laughs) Like, oh, God. Okay, can we just talk about this for a minute? I mean, Mm -hmm. like, the fact that he's destroying her body and he, like, has never really done that before Mm -hmm. is kind of interesting. Remorse? Remorse? Or just, like, to me, it's, it's, again, that really gross thing from last week of, like, completely consuming her personhood. True, true. Like, just ending her... Bully. Like, yeah. Ugh. Closing a chapter in his life. She's, mm-hmm. she's just a part of his life. Capital H. So. He's the hero. Ugh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Just just watching him burn her body. It's just like, it still sucks. I mean, like, yeah, he looks good in that white t-shirt, but like, ugh, it still sucks. <laughs> like, it does. We you know, people. it's just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Still feels bad. Oh. Justice for L, etc. I think it's interesting where he just his default for truth is he believes Bennett. Isn't though he, it though? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that everything? He's like, I'm not interested in you anymore, fake dad. I have my own fake dad. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to kill me sometimes, but we just have a very complicated relationship. <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah, he might slit my throat, but he'd never lie to me. Yeah, uh, he's no reason to lie to me. Oh, um, God. Yep. Even though I'm going to find out a way to find the truth. But, like, still, default belief is Bennett. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like we mentioned last time, you know, 
Siler would know in that moment he would have nothing else to gain. So, mm-hmm. yeah, why wouldn't he believe him? And maybe Elle isn't a great liar. No, and plus we all we always know he's had his doubts since the start of all this. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so just a quick little moment with Siler and Elle on the beach. And then we go back over to Prime Attack, where Angela is having a very important meeting with the Haitian and Peter. We're like a fun little duo now. And she brings forth a company gun, and she's like, one shot, back of the head, that'll do it. Talking about Arthur, of course. And obviously, Peter is really reluctant about this. And Angela is just like, look, I mean, I didn't want to have to try and kill him in the first place, but he tried to kill Nathan. He took your powers, like he harmed you. Do you know what I mean? Like, this has to go down. He's going to keep hurting people. This is what has to happen. And so... Peter grabs the gun, which is the second time in two apps I get to see Milo play with a gun, splash sound, and <laughs> yeah, game on, I guess. Game on. Yeah. But can Peter do it? That is the question that runs through the episode. Can Peter it do it? Sure is. Yeah. He just saw the Haitian do what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Which will come up later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But can he kill his father? Is Peter the type of person, ultimately, who can pull the trigger? against that man stay tuned we'll find out (laughs) (laughs) speaking uh, of yeah yeah what's what's going on in pinehurst though there's something some some big stuff going down there this episode yeah speaking of pinehurst and arthur um tracy is in his office talking to him and she's all great news the department of defense is on board and who should stroll in while they're talking but nathan and he immediately looks at tracy like what are you doing here (laughs) (laughs) And Nathan's like, all right, yeah, I'm back, Dad. But here's the deal. (laughs) We need a leader with vision, and that someone is not you. So I'm going to take over Pinehurst. I'm going to take over the complete program. And Arthur's like, who the hell do you think you're talking to? I made you. (laughs) (laughs) And Nathan very aptly says, you wouldn't have went through all this trouble to make me if you didn't need me. And Tracy agrees with Nathan. She's like, yeah, I mean, you need a public face. And Arthur's like, all right, fine. Brief him about what we have going on in motion right now. Um, So Tracy and Nathan leave the room. Uh, Nathan is upset that Tracy went to go to talk to Arthur behind his back. And she's like, listen, I'm just working to secure your place. Arthur saw a vision with you as president and I am there with you. So I'm just working to make sure that is all where it needs to be. And as they walk, (laughs) they walk right by Knox and Flint in their only appearance in the episode, who are both not looking very happy right now. Look at those pouty little pusses. <laughs> got, like, their arms crossed watching them walk away in the hall. They move into another room, and she talks about intelligent design and how abilities, as they were, were random. But they now can take the abilities they want and put it into the people they want. They get to choose who has the power. And she's like, meet the future, Nathan, and we get to see a platoon of marines there in this Oof. room in Pinehurst doing drills. And Nathan looks a little concerned about it, but Trace is like, oh yeah, like this is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're the perfect guinea pigs. They don't ask questions. They follow orders. They've all got a story like the like Scott, the Marine, will have later. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely perfect for this. Yeah. The people that we want to have them will have them. Mm-hmm. No more bad Some, people uh... with like a bad ability or good people with a bad ability. Or some, some, some dirty poor people with, like, <laughs> <good> abilities. <laughs> Let's 
that's the thing, right? It's ultimately that. It's like gatekeeping and like mm-hmm. speciesism and like yeah, indeed, it's, it's fucked up, is what it is. The right people get them. The right people. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of subtext in that. Mm-hmm. As we walked by two of the not right people for it. Uh yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Knox and Flint are not in the correct, um, let's say, social demographic mm-hmm. for this world that someone like Tracy and Arthur couldn't imagine. So. Mm-hmm. And not just because they've done bad things with their ability. That's not what I'm talking about. Nope. So, yeah. Super soldiers, huh? That's what we're doing. That's what we're going to do. That's what they want to do anyway. <laughs> that sure never backfires horribly. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be great. Maybe they'll just make a bunch of little Steve Rogers. It'll be awesome, you know? <laughs> I mean, could happen. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into the past first. The past, the past, the past. Woo, 16 years ago. Wee-woo. So, Bink. we see Claire watching as Sandra struggles <laughs> to get into her By apartment. herself on yeah. day one. Juggling a baby groceries and a changing table to get into the apartment. Fucking Noah. Claire uses this opportunity to go up and intervene, and she helps Sandra. She opened the door, and she's like, oh, I'm a niece of the Monaco's. Let me help you with this. And she's like, oh, so great of you. My husband, like, day one of an adopted baby, and he's not even here. Already bailed on me. Really, Noah, great job. He's Um, such a butt. Claire says her name is Bonnie, and... They're in a pretty nice apartment when they walk in. Oh, yeah. And when they get in there, Claire actually takes herself <laughs> from Sandra, who is crying right now. And she's like, she's just a little upset. Like, you know, she's probably wet and needs a change. And she's like, oh, yeah, she, she needs a change of a diaper. And um, Sandra's just like, oh, man, this is so overwhelming. It's just like suddenly baby out of nowhere, bam. <laughs> And Claire's like, oh, don't worry. I have a whole lot of babysitting practice. Maybe I can teach you a thing or two. So, yeah, she's going to teach her mom how to parent. That's amazing. (laughs) So while she's changing herself, uh, she asks, like, yeah, is your husband good with kids? And Sandra's like, I don't know. He's, like, a big on his job kind of guy. I don't know how he is with kids. And um, they get the diaper changed. (laughs) Sandra picks up little Claire and she's like, oh, I've only known her for a few hours, but I'm just so in love with her. And Claire's all, yeah, I'm sure she knows that. So, oh, so cute. And she tells Sandra to not let her out of her sight. And she's all like, what do you mean? Like, first takes it slightly sinister. And then she's like, oh, yeah, she's going to grow up so (laughs) fast. And um, don't worry, I'm going to watch her like a hawk. Two Claire's. (laughs) (laughs) One Claire, boom. Two Claire's. Uh. (laughs) Change her own diaper. That must be really weird. <laughs> like, it is what it is, and I guess. You're like, ah, oh, that's Yeah, because it's like a baby. Like, it's you, but it's also like a baby. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You can distance yourself, I suppose. First fucking day with a new baby, <laughs> and they don't have any other children. So there's no experience there. And he just is like, well, figure it out, I guess. No experience, fucking no Noah. supplies. No supplies. Goodness. That little shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I continue to remain unsurprised at what happens to their marriage. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, right? Like, isn't it true, though? I mean, when it happened the first time around, it was like, la gasp. But rewatching it and, and thinking of it past, like, 
her being hastened into, you know, forgiving everything or forgetting everything. It's like, uh, yeah, no wonder this happens. Mm-hmm. You need to try a lot harder, Noah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve Sandra. I said it. You don't. <laughs> you can say it again. He mm-hmm. does not. Sandra's uh, Sandra's cool. Mm-hmm. She's a great woman. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, let's see. So we meet a new character. Mm. I'm sure that that'll. I'm sure we'll we'll see her many um, episodes to come, and I'm sure that it'll be great. Uh, this is Sue Landers, and she's in an office building, and she's just you know. Heading into her, her office proper. And apparently it's her birthday. People are saying happy birthday to her and such. As she's going through the halls. She arrives into her office. And, uh, oh, there's a package for her. Because, you know, it's her birthday. We instantly figure out from the voice. Uh, oh, shit. That's that's not a package. Siler killed a delivery guy. That's him. He's, <laughs> he's here. Like I said, he's back on his bullshit. Like he really is. And, and, like, most of this episode. It's real season one stuff. And it's just such a bummer. It's like, oh, he kills her on her birthday. That's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's darkly funny later, but, like, dude, come on. And it turns out that she has the power that he's going to need to figure out what's what. She's a human lie detector. And he tells her, I have to find out the truth about something. And so, you know, he does his thing, he slams her against the wall, he cuts into her, and he's like, no, don't worry, it's not gonna hurt, and then he does his thing, and he's like, oh, oh, no, wait, you got me, that was a lie, hee hee ha ha, I'm a scamp, and he slices right into her, and he's digging around her brain, and he's just talking to himself as he does, because he monologues, and he's just like, oh, I've forgotten how good this feels, and her, uh, three of her coworkers come into her office. They bust in like, surprise, happy birthday. And one of them has her birthday cake. And Siler gets up off the ground and his hands are absolutely blood soaked. And he sees what they're holding and he's like, cake. <laughs> and it's iconic and we all love it. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he shuts the door behind them and three more people die that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not mince words. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he got cake. <laughs> cake. There was an ongoing like bit in the fandom that Gabriel and or Siler has a sweet tooth, and that was a big part of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cake. <laughs> uh, but getting to the point of the matter, he now has the ability to sense when people are lying to him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, won't get fooled again, etc. I like that she tried to warn him, like, no, you don't want this. Mm-hmm. It's like taking the ability of someone like a Parkman, where it's like, you don't really want to know what people are thinking. It's like when Buffy could read minds. Mm-hmm. It's like, not something you can turn off. It's not a good thing, actually. So At least for her, it doesn't seem like she can turn it off. Yeah, yeah. So, but he's just, he's, he's back on his bullshit. That's like the subtitle of his journey this episode. He's like, cosplaying a season one Siler. So, mm-hmm. here we are. He's gonna gonna figure it out damn it he's gonna have it his way yes <laughs> leaving a trail of bloody women in his way and a guy oh. <laughs> equal opportunity so we're like four to one right now <laughs> possibly five i don't think the delivery person's alive true add that to the body count we need like a little body count ticker. Mm-hmm. you never know though he might have been able to snatch it from somewhere Oh, that's true, but is that fun, though? No. 
as you know, one of my favorite bit characters will say later on, he he's a serial killer. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, he gets mm-hmm. off on all this. So, yeah. Anyway, away from all that, we go back over to Pinehurst. Remember when uh, I I was like, here, let me sit backwards on this chair with you, and I'm going to rap. I'm going to get real with you, like an episode two ago. I forgot that Nathan totally did that when he was talking to the Marine, and I laughed. Um, So Nathan is fully sitting backwards on a chair, like, getting real with this this young Marine. (laughs) And uh, he tells him, he's like, the drug that we're developing will change your life in ways you can't possibly imagine forever. And we learn this Marine, his name is Scott, we find out later on, uh... He did two tours in Iraq, and he's lost a lot of people. You know, he's been around a lot of loss and a lot of death. And all he could think about was, like, if I wasn't, if I was more than human, maybe it would have been different. So, obviously, I I, I volunteered hearing about this program. Why couldn't I have been better, you know? So, that's his, that's his motivation, is he just wants to be able to do more than measure up next time. He wants to be able to prevent this sort of thing from happening. And it's very, like, you know... Them using military people and mentioning, like, these, you know, like a war we had currently going on when the show aired. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting that they're, like, di- like dipping that toe into politics pre-fugitives, you know? Like, yep. really going there with it again. So, like, oh, wouldn't the world be better if, you know, we had super soldiers who could fucking, you know, have super strength and speed and, and, and vulnerability against all these bad, bad people all over the world? Like, yeah. <laughs> How could you say no to that? Who, you know, would, you know, it's like this, this young man wouldn't lose his life and neither would his friends. How can you say no to that? Yeah. It'd be great, right? Mm-hmm. Could have did something. Yep. So, yeah. Just a quick little moment there where we kind of get to know this guy a little bit and Nathan having to, I don't know, sort of, I don't know, how would you describe it? He's just sort of like trying to see the kind of person who would want to do this, I guess. Because, you know, he's never wanted powers. Or at least he didn't used to. Mm, yes. Seems like that's certainly turning around after Haiti. Mm-hmm. So it's like an interesting little moment where we're seeing like, oh, okay, that's that's why, I guess. Um, yeah. And anything to add to that? It's just a short little scene. So. No, I got nothing to add there. Um, so for the first time in the episode, hey, let's go over to Matt, Daphne, and Ando. Remember those guys? Hey. And they show up at this, like, um, what, what do you call it? Like a dispatch for, for like, a messenger yeah. uh, service. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to find a, the bike messenger that Isaac gave a sketchbook to. And so they try to question this guy to find, you know, like, you know, we could find the records. We could find something. We can figure it out. And Matt does his thing because the guy's being very resistant. And he sees that, oh, he knows about the sketchbook. And he's skimming money off the top. He's stealing money from the job. So they've got him right where they want him. And the guy's like, all right, fine. Here, it's in the safe. Let me go get it. And it's that classic, like, this fucker's going to run away. <laughs> and sure enough, he does. He tries to bike away. And uh, it's like, ugh, obviously, Daphne's going to catch him. And she does. And so, again, like a quick little bit. Yeah. But they're getting close. So. Th- this scene has a lot of, like, I have a couple things to say about this. Sure. This scene has a lot of Easter eggs in it. Okay. Uh Behind the desk with the dispatch guy, there's a helix sticker. Oh, shit, really? Mm-hmm. And when he is off on his bike on his helmet, he's got a Vote Patrolly sticker on his um helmet. That's amazing. I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I like that. And then the other thing was that they all got to New York because Daphne ran them there. <laughs> yeah. And Andal's like, man, I like teleporting better. It's less windy. But think about <laughs> it. Matt has done it all. He has flown. 
he has teleported and now he is speedstered. Wow. That's true. He's flown with Has he time traveled? Has he time traveled? I mean, technically, I he's no. He's been te- time like, traveled yet. No, but he's teleported. Yes. A couple times by Peter and by Hero as well. Wow, he really has done it all pretty much, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. He's done his that's spirit cool. walk, but yeah, that's not a full time travel. Well, oh, uh, you know what? Actually, I'll count that. I'll count that. He was more watching the events, though. He wasn't able to actually yeah, interact. Yeah, you know, like he it. was like envisioning. Well, yeah, okay. So he's he's seen the future. Yes. That's another thing mm-hmm. he's done. That's crazy. <laughs> Matt Parkman's done a lot of shit. <laughs> he's like the Swiss Army knife of heroes. Shit. Yeah, when Anna was saying that, like, I like teleporting better. It's less windy. I was like. Oh my god, wait, Matt has fucking flown. <laughs> <laughs> he sure has. Petrelli Air, ding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. I never thought of that. You're totally right. He's done, like, a lot of stuff that only, like, some of the characters know what it's like to do more than one thing, so. Yeah, he, he only supposed to read minds and look at all the stuff that he's experienced, man. What a wonderful life he's lived. <laughs> Indeed. What a fantastical existence. Indeed. And he's got a wife and a baby that he likes to talk about, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Not while he's trying to. We're still on break from that. Like, that was season one, Matt Parkman. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, not while he's trying to get some. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get some speedster. <laughs> oh, Lord. Ugh. Uh, oh. Anyway, speaking of nope. past, let's go back to the past again. Wee-woo. Okay. Yeah, it's time travel. We see a messy kitchen. Like, just... <laughs> Do not walk into that kitchen. Hero is cooking. While he's cooking, he hears his overhears his mother and father talking again, but this time in Japanese. Ishii asks if Hero knows yet. And Kaito's like, no, I haven't told him, but I have called Bennett to bring Claire back. And she fights him again. She's like, no, I want to give the light to Hero. And Kaito's like, no, he is too irresponsible. And she's like, he's just a child. You have to give him a chance. And he's like, no, Hero will never amount to anything. And while, like, adult Hero is listening, child Hero also hears all this. And he's like, father's talking about me. He's probably right. And they both kind of do the same, like, little dejected, like, head tilt. Like, uh, I'm never going to be anything. Poor heroes. Mm Mm-hmm. You could at least have this argument in English. You wouldn't hurt their feelings. (laughs) God. Kaito, why are you such a dick sometimes? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish someone would push you off a building. I mean, I guess it kind of pushed, more like pulled with them off the building, but well, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yes. So, still in the past. Mm-hmm. Let's go over to Claire. And she is sitting on the sofa talking to baby Claire. And she's like, remember, fifth grade, a boy named Daddy. He's cute, but he'll break your heart. Whatever you do, do not share your juice with him. <laughs> And while she's imparting this wisdom that she hopes sticks to her, her past self, Bennett walks in and he's like, uh, what is this strange girl sitting on my sofa? <laughs> and she's all like, oh, hi, I'm Bonnie. Um, I'm just watching Claire while uh, Sandra gets to nursery ready. And he just like stares her down after she says that. And I love it. <laughs> Sandra comes in all. Um, comes in all like, oh, hi. And he's like, you left the baby with some strange girl? <laughs> and Sandra's like, she's not strange. Bonnie, this is Mr. Bennett. And look, she's our <laughs> potential new babysitter. Is there a problem? And he pulls Sandra away. 
And uh, Claire kind of watches them. She doesn't get to hear the conversation that's had. She's like, don't worry, Claire. I'm going to protect both of us. <laughs> and he comes back alone again. He's like, all right, tell me again who you are. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm Bonnie. Mm-hmm. I'm the Monaco's niece. And he's like, they don't have a niece. So I'm going to ask you one last time. Who are you? And what the hell do you want? And then we get a commercial break. Boo-boo. <laughs> and she, <laughs> we come back to her being like, I'm here. To protect this baby and this family. And Sandra comes out like, oh my god, does this have to do with how we got the baby? And like Noah immediately turns around like, we said no questions, that was the agreement. You get a baby and there's no questions about it. Now go sit in the bedroom. He's such a dick to her. He is! Oh my god, it makes me so mad. (laughs) Thank you. I was like, this isn't just me watching this a certain No, 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 no. He's an asshole. No, 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 no. He's fully an asshole. I'm like, ugh. Go fight you, Noah. <laughs> um, she wants to take the baby before she leaves. And he's like, no, everything's fine. Just go. So when she does, Claire's like, look, listen, I know you're scared. I know you're a company man. And that this baby, she's an assignment. And you're scared because how can she be his daughter when they can just take her away whenever they want? And he's like, are you a mind reader? Are you one of them? <laughs> and she's like, eh, something like that. And she's like, listen, I've got great news for you. This baby is going to be with you for 16 years and hopefully many more than that. And you need to protect her. And while she's telling him this, the phone in the apartment rings. And she's like, no, do not answer that phone. It's the company and they want to take her back. But just for a minute and do something to her that will change everything. This baby, your Claire Bear, she is fine just the way she is. Trust me. And Noah hesitates. And he doesn't answer the phone. And then he, like, smiles. Claire Bear, huh? And Claire's like, oh my god, yes. And she's just like, thank you. (laughs) So, yeah. Claire seems to have intervened. She gave herself her own nickname. She did! Claire Bear! (laughs) Which is a fun little time travel thing. Mm -hmm. Which, again, because I know we like to discuss what effect did they have. I think after we finish... With their whole adventure in the past here, I want to talk about, did they change anything or not? Sure, yeah. Much like the hero in Kensei. But yeah, don't worry, I thought Noah was a dick too. <laughs> okay, I was like, is it just me, or is he being kind of harsh? No, he's being full-blown company asshole right now. Yep. Which, I mean, yeah, that is, like, the person he was, and it was Claire who really softened him, I guess, more. Yes. But, still. People evolve. He's still being a dick to his wife. But yeah. yeah, shit. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I wish he would do it in Japanese so we couldn't understand it. <laughs> but yeah, so fun little little bits there with uh, with little Claire Bear. Yeah. Um, you want to go back to Hero still in the past? Let's let's still remain in the past, and I'll go back to Hero. And he's like, I love how he just comes out and he's got like the little waffles and he's just like, well, you know, can't make that. So here's some waffles, though. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> I'm a great chef. Um, <laughs> aren't you glad you and, hired me? <laughs> uh, aren't you glad you hired me and are probably spending a lot of money on me? Um, and I love how she's just like, oh, waffles. They're my son's favorite. And he fully just doesn't even try to lie about it or anything. He's just like, yeah, I know. I'm, that's me. I'm Hero. I'm your son. Hi. I'm older. And it's so like. She's so pleased to see him, and it's so sweet, and it's so sad, because, like, this is the only way she's going to get to see him grown up. Mm-hmm. And she has that chance now, and it's, like, kind of beautiful, but it's like, oh, 
oh, my heart. And she wants to know everything about him, you know, his life and what he's been up to. But, you know, obviously he can't remember. So he appeals to her to please try to heal him. And, you know, because he saw the thing with the bird and he wants her to try it with him. And so she does. She gives him, like, a, a pretty good little forehead kiss. And holy crap, Hero's back. She fixed him. And so he, he, he gets to tell her. He's like, I became a master of time and space and I saved the world. Twice, not bragging or anything. <laughs> um, and she wants to know if Kaito saw this. And he's like, yeah, we, we actually we grew to love and respect each other later on in, in, in our lives. And he talks to her and is like, give me the catalyst. Give me the light. I will defend it. And as she wanted to, she keeps it in the family and she puts it into Hero. He receives the light. It's a cool little moment. Uh and after she does so, uh, she she passes. That's like her final act, is to give him the catalyst to save her, safeguard. So goodbye, heroes, mom. Yeah, it'd be so sad, like just ugh, like being there for it. Because like little hero obviously wasn't there for it. No. Oof. Yeah. Got to say goodbye though. Yes. So, yeah. There's that. He gets comfort from it later on, clearly. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so the catalyst is in Hero now. Yeah, so I, this is a good point to, to discuss, all right? Sure, okay. Was Clay the catalyst at one point? Did they stop and change it? Or did the catalyst just not exist for those 16 years? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like, <laughs> I mean, if we're going to say that it was fate for Hero to always go back and be that, then I feel like this has to be fate, too, that Claire didn't have the catalyst. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think that she had it. But did it exist? Well, I feel like it, it wouldn't have existed because then, you know, because she had it and then it was in Hero. Mm-hmm. And they're going back is what the plan is. So it wouldn't have existed for the 16 years in, in between. That's entirely possible. Because, yeah, I don't think Claire ever had it. No. That wouldn't make sense with the, you know, janky time travel logic. Mm-hmm. Then it did change stuff because now he has it as opposed to it not existing in our timeline. Well, no, no. I'm saying that it not existing was not because it's only because it was always meant to happen that Hero would take Mm -hmm. it. And because Hero takes it for those 16 years, it's just nowhere because no one in those 16 Mm. years has it because it is a future future hero has it. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, so for those 16 years, it did not exist in our plane of existence that's what i was trying to say yeah yeah mm-hmm. in our version of events mm-hmm. so far yeah because if they changed it then yeah, claire had it for those 16 years no i agree with your version of events mm-hmm. i think that that works yeah if we're yeah because i mean it, it goes with other stuff we've said before about like oh you know this person was always this person and this person always was meant to do this and yeah destiny and fate and um, the that. Isaac Mendes of it all, which is about to come up here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go back to the present for the moment. And we see our, our current favorite uh, buddy duo of Peter and the Haitian. And they're stuck in New York traffic, which I love. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would be. And um, Peter's really having a hard time coming to the terms with what has to be done. And the Haitian's calling him out on it. He's like, I know what's up. Like, I, un- I understand that you're having a difficult time 
wrapping your mind around the concept of how this needs to happen. And Peter's like, well, you know, the world would just be a lot simpler without powers. I miss the eclipse. You know, somebody without powers would say that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it doesn't mean anything to you. Like, nothing changed for you when it ended. Like, you've already, like I've said last week, you've already been acclimating yourself to this existence again. So, but yeah, world be a lot simpler without powers was Peter's opinion on the matter. But powers or no powers, Arthur Petrelli's a bad dude. I think we could all agree on that. And so, yeah, he's like, no, like, he, he tried to kill Nathan. He took my powers. He'd kill me if he could. And I understand that. Peter's not stupid. He understands that the guy is very dangerous. And I love, though, that the Haitian understands that Peter has such a need to save the world that that would apply to not wanting to kill his father. Mm-hmm. Like, how that would, you know, clash. It's like, yes, you need you need to save people. You need to keep people from being harmed. Harming your father, like, harming your father to keep others from harm still goes against what your core believes to be true. And, you know, he understands he's struggling with that. And Peter's like, you know what? Like, just like your brother was your responsibility, like, this one's mine. Because the Haitian even offers. He's like, I'll do it. I'll put a bullet in him. Peter's like, no, no. This is, this is my this is my my thing to do. I gotta do it. I gotta be the one to end this. So that's our little conversation in the car with those two. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I like that scene quite a bit. Getting the mind Peter's of Peter. Peter's really struggling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Getting all existential. Yep. <laughs> and then we get, <laughs> From that we get serious a scene, scene that I ar- <laughs> Jesus, right? For that serious scene, we get this little moment, which I argue is better than cake in every single way. Mm-hmm. Um, Siler, after he straight up murders at least four people, uh, gets on an elevator. And he's so he's got the delivery like shirt on and it's open and he's just covered in blood still. And he he's on the elevator, and there's this poor guy who's on it with him, who's just, like, fucking petrified as you would be by this, living in a big city or not. And it's so great, because Tyler's like, hmm, something, something wrong? Like, yes? Yeah, problem? Do you have a problem? <laughs> and the guy's like, what? No, no, everything's fine. And his face is all, like, sweating. It's very, like, over the top. And so that's his first chance of getting to use Sue Lander's power. And he's like, huh. It does kind of tingle. And then he's like, doo, 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 doo. you know, as the like music plays. Imagine that scene it's, it's wonderful. in the now with smartphones. And he gets on the elevator and the guy next to him doesn't notice him at all because he's so engrossed in whatever he's looking at. Oh my God, right? <laughs> yeah. And Siler's like, Siler's like, oh, I need to test this ability. Look at me. <laughs> so is anything wrong? And the guy's like, no, I'm good. And he just doesn't tingle and he's like, damn like, it. Mm. <laughs> Because he just won't yeah. look at him. Yeah. Non-committal mm sound. Mm-hmm. You know? mm. yep, yep. Or, or, let's expand this further, because I'm starting to get my energy now. Mm-hmm. Um, smartphone era heroes. That shit would go viral so fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blood-covered fucking psycho on an elevator. Mm-hmm. Would cause a panic. Of course. Mm-hmm. Siler would not, yeah. would have a lot more of his work cut out for him. <laughs> yes. He truly would. I would love to see him try to navigate in a world that everybody would know where everybody was all the time. You don't need Molly Walker. Everything has GPS now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's literally the point of that scene is to show that he has the power and also just like a fun little funny thing of like, oh, he's covered in blood in a modern, like <laughs> contemporary setting of like an office building. Yep. 
Just, you know, living his life. <laughs> Just, you know, he's got things to do. Yeah. He has a mission. He has to learn the truth. He does. But he knows in his heart that Daddy Bennett has steered him in the right direction. Daddy Bennett is nothing but tough love, as we've seen with his <laughs> attitude towards Sandra in many times. But ultimately, he knows best. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Ah, so the sketchbook, huh? Yeah, sketchbook. Um, the bike messenger brings the sketchbook to the trio. And he's like, listen, I found it in the locker after the last guy got fired. And all the fanboys in the city have been trying to get their hands on it. And I'm done. Here you go. So they open it up and immediately they see the cover, which is this Hiro Nakamura lost in time. And they're all like, oh, no. Oh, no. And Daphne's like, okay, listen, maybe it's just the cover to get people to buy it. Hiro, Hiro will come back. He has to. And they turn the page and we see Claire looking out over the city on the DeVoe rooftop, which is what we transition to next. And Hero comes out on the roof to meet her. Hero on that rooftop just can't get away from each other. <laughs> OTP. And he's like, cheerleader, it's over. We can go home now. And she's like, oh, man, you can speak English. <laughs> and he's like, don't worry. I took the catalyst. And she's like, wait, you put it in you? And as she's kind of wrapping her head around that, we hear another voice. Guess I showed up just in time. Fecking Arthur. This guy. This motherfucker. <laughs> and he flings Claire aside and Hero's like, huh, I'll save the cheerleader again. And Arthur's like, nope, I'm gonna take the catalyst and your powers too. And he puts his hand on Hero and yoink gimme gimme. Oh. He takes the light and he takes Hero's powers. Oh shit. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're a dead man. And he Flings him off the DeVoe roof, so Hero gets a little glance of what Kaito got to go through. Like, whoop, there you Damn. go. Siler could never. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, he'd have to monologue for, like, five minutes before he took anything. You're not fucking wrong, man. I like the guy, but, bull. <laughs> Arthur is down to business. Yes. He moves over to Claire, and he's like, I need you to deliver a message for me. Tell... Angela, it's over, and I've won. And he puts his hand on her, pops her away. And he himself then leaves as well. And we get to look over the edge of the roof, and instead of seeing Hero splatted on the ground, we see that he has managed to grab onto a flagpole. And he's, like, wrapped his arms and legs around it and is calling for help. Oof. And then we get to see that transition into the comic. And and Ando is all, oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, like, maybe it's not all bad news. Arthur's got the formula. Maybe someone else will get powers that are time travel and they can save Hero. And Anna's like, wait, that could be me. I could save Hero. We have to find the formula. But how do we find the formula? So Anna thinks he's going to go save Hero. And I mean, remember, we did see that version of events where Ando suddenly has a power. Mm-hmm. Are, we, are we heading towards that? Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. Has the future been changed yet? Oh, does it ever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the formula, why don't why don't we get it fucking working? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so Mohinder is in the lab at Pinehurst, working away all scaly and whatnot. And Arthur, Tracy, and Nathan walk in. 
Arthur goes over to this little, you know, vat, I guess, of what he's been working on, adds the catalyst to the formula, bing, bing, boom. There it is. Now it should work. And Mohinder's got this creepy little smile. Hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Hated it. And, uh, And yeah, they're like, Arthur's like ready to change the world. Oh, boy. Can you imagine these mooks with a fucking formula that works? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, don't you worry, because the interrupting cow <laughs> that is the Peter and the Haitian duo, they're, they're heading right straight in there. I love when they walk in all business, we get to see the Peter strut that he had going on with Adam, mm. where he's just like, no, no fucking around Petrelli. Mm-hmm. And they get past a guard, and... Mohinder's working on creating the individual doses of the formula back in the lab. They want to try one to make sure it works. And Arthur's standing there and he's like, because mm, he senses a disturbance in the force and it has to be dealt with. <laughs> so he walks out and obviously doesn't tell Nathan what he's about to do. Because that might be different. Mm-hmm. He's just like, hmm, gotta deal with something. Walks out. And lo and behold, Peter's there. He's going to talk to him, and he tries to TK the gun away, the Haitian's there, so suck it, Artie. And he's like, so, you're here to kill me. And Peter's like, I'm here to stop you. Creating the abilities, it destroys the world. And Arthur's just like, I don't think you can do it. I don't think you got the guts, son. And it just kind of, this whole scene just goes back and forth Mm -hmm. between the lab and what's happening with Arthur and uh, the duo. So we go back and they choose a Marine to administer the formula to. And it's Scott, the guy that Nathan talked to earlier. Mohinder goes in and uh, Scott is like, you know, cuffed down to this chair because, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. And he sticks him and the Marine's like, who's this (laughs) creepy motherfucker (laughs) with scales? sticking me with this needle like what the shit is going on and Nathan's like it's okay Scott it's okay like just calm down and the look on Nathan's face when he shuts the door after Scott's been dosed tell me that's not Nathan and that's not always been Nathan (laughs) I'm sick I am I am sick up to here with the arguments about it it's still happening on the reddit like very recently Mm -hmm. too his 180 degree turn. Bull fucking shit. Yeah. Nah, this is the guy. This is the guy right here. And so they shut the door and we go back over and the Haitian's having a really tough time keeping Arthur down because he's very, very powerful. He's very strong. And so Arthur realizes he's in a bit of a, you know, he's in a bit of a, a, a tight space until he can get the Haitian to back off. So he's trying to talk his way out of it. He's like, we can start over, Peter. I can give you your powers back. Isn't, isn't that great? Isn't that what you want? And he's just getting more and more frustrated because Peter, he just, he's just there and he's not, he's not doing it. He's not agreeing with him. He's not kowtowing to him. And he's just like, oh, this is your problem. You're just all thought and you're not enough action. And how could you be my son? And he just fucking snaps at him. And when he snaps at him, the gun is fired. In this really insane moment where you have to pause and go, wait, what happened? (laughs) Because there's a lot of action. The Haitian is kind of like, he kind of goes down. Peter gets telekinetically swiped at across the cheek. But the gun is fired. You hear it. Mm -hmm. And you see it. 
because you see a bullet suspended in midair that stopped right in front of Arthur's forehead. And who walks in to the frame but our boy Gabriel Gray? Gabriel Petrelli? No. This is Siler. <laughs> Siler walks into the frame. He TKs the gun from Peter, like, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing this. Like, no, no place I'd rather be than with family, right? You're really my family. Yes, of course you are. And so he just point blank, as it were, asks Arthur. And he's like, you know, of course, you know, I'm your father, etc. Gets the tingle. And he's like, hmm, no, you're not. And now I know the truth. And he looks over at Peter and he's like, here's the deal, Peter. I'm doing this because you're not a killer, but I am. So he goes over and he lets the bullet meet its target. And boom, no more Arthur Petrelli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Siler kills him. He's dead. And so Peter goes to try to get the gun again. And he's like, there's no need for that. He's like, I don't need to kill you. You don't have anything I need anymore. And he just walks out. <laughs> Later days. Ow. Goodness. <laughs> Is he negging him for attention? I don't know. Stay tuned. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Oh, man. I mean, kind of. Um, because what does Peter do but tell the Haitian to go after Siler? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he runs off. And, uh, yeah, Arthur is for reals. He's dead this time. Goodbye, Arthur. But does it really matter? Because now his plan is coming to fruition as we go back to Scott the Marine, who's feeling some kind of way. He stands up. He tears the chair out of the ground because it's like bolted into the ground. He's got super strength, at least. Smashes it through a glass wall. They ask him how he feels. And he's like, I feel good. To be continued. They got it to work, maybe. Oh, snap. That's really bad. (laughs) I like that we got to see the light leave Arthur. The catalyst leave him. So it was like, hey, guys, look, it's gone. Goodbye. That little doses they got, <laughs> yes. that little tube that seems to be all they got now. I can't make more. Mm-hmm. Just gotta destroy that and it's game over, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if that'll lead to any heartbreaking <laughs> further conflict. <laughs> uh, gee, I don't think so. Can't be. Mm. Can't be. Indeed. Can't. Well. Yeah. Siler handled one liar. You think he's about to handle another? Oh, he might. He might be. Nothing scarier than when, when that boy has goals. Mm-hmm. People be preying on my my parental issues. Gotta go teach him a lesson. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, episode over. We're gearing up for the finale of Villains. And uh, a lot of big stuff happens next mm-hmm. week. It's a, it's a real linchpin in the whole series, I would argue. So yeah. Really takes us into a... A couple of very firm directions for some characters and their relationships and their relation to the show. So what did you think of the episode, Keisha? Okay, so initially I said it was filler. And I don't mean that in, like, a four-letter word way. I just meant it like, there's moments of it that are entertaining. There's moments of it that are big, like, you know, big character deaths. But it's just, eh, I don't know. It left me kind of, meh. Like, I really like next week's. I'm excited Mm -hmm. for Duel. But... This one, I was just kind of like, yeah, it's okay. I'm like, leans back. Not enough Siler for you, fangirl. <laughs> no, it isn't even that. It is even that because he's so on his season one bullshit mm-hmm. that it doesn't thrill me. 
That's how. That's that's how you know I'm a different person now. Oh, changed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked the the 16 years ago stuff a whole lot, both Claire's stuff and Hero stuff. Um, yeah, I just like that a whole lot. So I like Hero stuff. Claire stuff is kind of samey for me, but. It, well, like, you know, that's the whole thing with, like, I'm a Noah Bennett fangirl, so there's that. Uh, no, see, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I get why you like mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah. But the hero stuff's sweet. I like I like him getting to, like, see his mom and stuff mm-hmm. as an adult, so. I like the Easter eggs with the bike messenger guy. I think there was more yeah. that I didn't catch, cause, but I know for sure those two. Yeah, that's cool. I might have to I might have to hop back into Japan on my VPN and, and, and watch that scene mm-hmm. again. Japan! Japan! That's how I watch it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I go to Japan. Yeah. yeah, I don't think this was any more boring or... I didn't say it was boring. It's just not as good as some other episodes. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was just surprised you said it. I was like, really? I thought it was... I thought it was fine. I see. And I was, ex- I was expecting to like it more, but I was just... That was the thing. It's like you said. I've actually... I'm kind of, hmm, with Siler back on his, his season one bullshit. And that's a lot of it. It's just like, eh. fair. The only part I really like was him and the Arthur and Peter stuff. Like, yeah. Like the rest of it's just like, oh, we've done this. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I get it. You know, it was a means to an end, yada, yada. And, yeah. Getting Siler and where he needs to be for the finale and beyond. Yes. I love him in the finale. He He's very interesting in the finale. Yeah. There's, so. there's a lot of fun stuff in the finale. So. Oh, Yes. Yeah. More deaths. So, you know. Who will live? Who will die? Find out. <laughs> Some heroes become villains. Some villains become heroes. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but yeah. Okay. I'm Stewie. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> you could actually see that. Some friends become enemies. Some enemies become friends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, I'm not saying, like, I'm like, it's not upon this rock, which no. we'll reference until we actually have that episode and then we'll want to kill ourselves. But no, like, I think I was just surprised that you were like, eh. I, 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 I was surprised, too, because I remember being utterly delighted at Siler's mm-hmm. antics in particular last last time I watched. And I was just like, oh, this is so, yeah, I expect more. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's going through it. I understand. But I love the Peter stuff. I absolutely love it. I wish there was more of it. Mm-hmm. Um the Nathan stuff is good. I like the hero stuff. I yeah, like I said, the Claire stuff didn't really hit with me as well. Um, just that Noah's a dick to his to his wife, and that's really really uncomfortable mm-hmm. to watch. But um, yeah. you know what? I don't remember how Hero is saved. I don't either. So I have zero recollection of how he ends up getting saved. <sighs> anyway, that's cool. Anyway, mm-hmm. Keisha, mm-hmm. why don't you give us our socials and what will be one of the shortest episodes we've had in a while? <laughs> Goodness, right? You can tell I'm hungry. I just want to go make dinner. <laughs> you were um, very short in all your, your discussion parts. I was like, well, I, I know. Like, even when I was making my notes, I was just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I had this block of text and you finished yeah. it in like two seconds. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, tell us our socials, please. Okay. I need to update our Twitter. I'm very ashamed about this. All right. Um, <laughs> you should be at your one thing. <laughs> God, I know. I'm just such garbage, though, is the thing. All right. So, cough, cough. <clears throat> if you want to follow us on social media that I promise I'll update someday, uh, you can do so. Our Twitter is at Eclipse Podcast. Our individual accounts are at Lady underscore Snark. That's me. And if you want to follow Rachel, it's at that burb there. 
Burb of the Bee, like Bridget Darling, and we're almost on your new bee. I hope you're very excited and happy. Um, we're just like two weeks away. Uh, well, more than that with the graphic novels and everything. We're like a month away from you getting a new bee. You already know what it is. I already told you. I already forgot, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, well. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, if you want to email us, we are eclipsepod at gmail.com. But the best way to get a hold of us is still over on our Discord server. And we'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Um, yeah. If you uh, are liking what you're hearing on this here podcast, uh, feel free to like, subscribe, leave a review on the app of your choice where you listen to stuff and things. We're all over now. We're on... Oh my god, we're on like Apple and Spotify and Pandora and obviously just on Podbean itself and Pocket Cast and we're everywhere, man. So find us, tell a friend, etc. Track down an old hero's buddy you might have talked to like a decade ago. Be like, hey, remember this show? Let's listen to this podcast, talk about it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, um, thank you for joining us. We will be hitting the finale of this volume three right here when we resume um i'm i'm excited there's a lot of big stuff that happens a lot of controversial stuff that happens in volume three uh finale i guess i would say yeah particularly with some characters and their relationships to each Mm -hmm. other um yeah thank you for joining us we will see you next time goodbye everybody bye-bye next time on eclipse will hero be saved from the dilemma of being trapped in time 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 can the Petrelli family ever recover from things going brother versus brother? Will Siler take down his fake mommy now that Arthur Petrelli is gone, fake daddy gone? And most importantly, will Mohender ever gain his sexy back now that the formula is finished? Tune in. <laughs>